Hi, this is Dan Sullivan. I'd like to welcome you to the Multiplier Mindset Podcast. Today's free zone transformation success story is one that I really know because I got the inside scoop on this from Sherry Bachman, and Sherry is from Sonoy, Georgia, which is about 30 miles south of metropolitan Atlanta in Georgia. And her business is pest control, mostly part of the year. It's a warm, moist climate in Georgia, so that's where pests come from. But if I remember the story correctly in talking, you know, about the details of who their customers and clients are, a lot of it is big electric companies that have lawn, lawn lines of customers, you know, and you have to keep the freeway where the lines go. You have to keep the pest out of that. And there's a lot of other big operations, big customers and that that have to deal with pests more time during the year than we do here in Toronto, Canada, where we have a thing called winter up here. And winter does most of our pest control up here. Sherry tells the story about how she was just helping her father out who had started the business, not with much support, it sounds like, you know, from the way she tells the story that everybody thought he was crazy and then he did something successful. And that's that's an often told story in entrepreneur land. But then she was helping out backstage and suddenly got thrust into the leadership role because of her father's sickness, which at first was only going to be a matter of months before he died, but he fought it through and uh, lived another five years and it gave her the transition. But he told her everything she needed to work all the time, but he didn't really tell her how to take free time. So Sherry just tells a marvelous story about how as a leader of her entrepreneurial company, she essentially turned to a coaching model that she coached all of her team members. And it's, you know, these are people who work with their hands, it's blue collar work, but she turned to a coaching model where they saw their work in her company as a lifetime path for growth, growing their skills, you know, growing their livelihood, growing their sense of responsibility and their usefulness in the company. I'm Sherry Spencer Bachman, and I'm an entrepreneur who used to own a pest control company. And now I coach other pest control companies and how to uh, systematize their business, grow their business, all while they obtain ownership freedoms so that they aren't working in their business all the time. Instead, they're working on their business. So it was not my dream job. So <laughs> initially, so in the late 70s, my dad came home one day and said he bought a pest control company. And we were all like, you did what and why <laughs> kind of deal. And never, ever dreamed that I would be a part of that. So in the 80s, I was actually in the computer software business doing training. And my dad came to me and asked if I would help them pick software and computerize their books. And I went in to do so and never left. And I loved the service part of the business, the customer experience, the relationships with them. And I loved helping the people who worked for us. They weren't white collar. 
most were blue collared, probably 95% were blue collar and seeing a different side of, of the employee and stuff and how we could really make a huge impact on their lives and improve their lives. Not all of them had great upbringing. And then I loved the business model. It's all recurring revenue and recurring revenue is a fun business model to work within because the money just keeps building on top of itself, right? As more and more people buy. So in 2008, I was promoted as president of the company to take over for my dad. He was my mentor and to kind of take things over so that he could work his way out and spend time with my mom and things like that. And two months after I took over the business, he was diagnosed with stage four cancer and he was given three to four weeks to live. And so we kind of did a real fast business transition. I had always run operations, but I'd never done all the other stuff of the business, insurance, financials, buying vehicles, all that stuff he always handled. And so we did a real quick transition and he had an incredible mindset of three to four weeks is not an option. I've got things I still want to do. And so he asked them what his choices were and he bought a one-way ticket to MD Anderson and through experimental treatments and their incredible facility, he lived another five and a half years. So I hit the first ceiling when he got sick because I'm like, what am I going to do without him? Right. I didn't know. And then I bought the business from him and in 2012, he did pass away. And so just all that complexity of being alone, not having your mentor, not having somebody to run things by, not to even have time to think because you were reacting really. And so I was very, <laughs> very like, I got to do something different. What I'm doing is not working type of deal. So definitely <laughs> challenging. I was working 60 to 80 hours a week. I felt like I was working hard, not smart. And I just felt like I was drowning. Like I was never going to get out from under. And so it was like, okay, I've got to find something. And I was talking to a friend of mine who was also in the pest control business or industry. And he invited me to a strategic coach meeting in Atlanta. That was one of those introductory type meetings. And I'm like, oh, what the heck, you know, something has to help. And so I went there and actually met Amelia from strategic coach. She was one of the ones helping I was like, oh my gosh, there could be an answer out there where I could get some help and get some structure or something to meet my needs. You know, I was always worrying about all the employees and their needs. I was never addressing my needs. And that's how I ended up in strategic coach. So I've been in strategic coach for, I think, over eight years. And when I first went in, I thought it was going to be all about business, like how I was going to better run my business and stuff. And instead, even though the business part enters into it, it was really more about me and taking a full day to really think about my thoughts and my goals and my business and my personal life and what was really important to me 
And initially I'm like, there's no way I could be in a meeting all day and not reach out to my office. So I literally turned my phone off and had it like across the room and never even touched it the entire day because I was like so into the teachings and the concepts and the people in the room. And I was just being fed. I was like, oh my gosh, this is it. There's some hope here (laughs) type of deal. My biggest transformation was number one, everything I wrote down each quarter kind of happened. Like I would relook at it initially. I wouldn't look at it at all till the next quarter. And then I'm like, oh my God, look at all I got done. Imagine if I actually looked at it and focused on it and, and what more could I do? So that was my first realization. But the second part was due to Dan's method of the entrepreneurial time system, I started planning free days for me to where I didn't work in the business at all, didn't even work on the business, didn't take phone calls or emails, which made it really easy to do that on a weekend, which was where I started because initially I didn't even do that. I learned to really love those free days and found that the more I took, the more energy I had for my business. And the better I was in the business and the more like focused I was when I did go to work, I got really high level stuff done versus just a bunch of busy work, more focused. So I've really learned to love free days. So that was impactful. And then I did the whole unique ability concept. So that was a game changer for me. So I always wondered why I was good at certain things and not good at other things and would often work on the things I wasn't good at instead of working on or focusing on the things I really loved and was good at. The unique ability process gave me permission to focus on 100% the way God wired me and what I was really good at. And I learned to delegate and find who's to do the things that I didn't enjoy and found people who really enjoyed those things and actually did a much better job at them than I ever could or would have because I didn't enjoy it. It always put me in my irritation mode. And I never knew why I was irritated when I had to work on some things, but was like fully engaged and loving when I worked on other things. And now I know. So didn't happen overnight, but as the years went on, being able to focus on working towards only working in my unique ability. That was great. And today I work only in my unique ability. Work isn't work. It's fun when you work in your unique ability. And I got my daughter who she and I worked alongside each other. She helped run the day-to-day operations of the pest control business. She became my who so that I was working on the business and she was working more in the business. So I ended up putting her into strategic coach team leader program. And that was a game changer for our working relationship because we were speaking the same language. We were utilizing the same tools. We liked the structure of the forms and tools and stuff that strategic coach brings. I could complete one, hand it off to her. She could complete one, hand it off to me, or we could hand it off to a team member. So it made delegating much better. It really helped her professional career to be in that group because of the influencers in the room as well. It helped her learn how to deal with me. As an entrepreneur, we kind of can be all over the place. 
And we often leave messages for our people and kind of explain that that's just what we do, right? And to them, how to get those cleaned up and how, you know, awareness helps you do less of that stuff, <laughs> just being aware. So putting her in strategic coach was another game changer for our business and for both of us personally. So the entrepreneurial time system is where you time block your time for 24 hours. And there's three types of days. There's free days, which is a day where you're free from your business so that you can do whatever you need to do for yourself, whether it's vacation days or it's just time with your family or time for yourself doing one of your hobbies or things you do. But you try not to, within that 24 hours, look at email and answer business phone calls. Does it happen? Okay, yes, it happens. You know, we can't all do a strict 24 hours. However, you know, you try not to look at any of that and you teach your team that you're unavailable those days because you're on a free day. The second one is a buffer day. And a buffer day I always used for cleaning up messes. So it was, I would be researching maybe, or I was getting stuff delegated to other people and I was prioritizing. I may have used that to better organize something or to have discussions with people on how to create a better system for something or something like that. Some buffer days, I went and got my hair and nails done because I considered those buffer tasks. <laughs> so on a free day, I'd go get a massage, but on a buffer day, I'd get my hair and nails done. So that always made me feel better and felt like I got something cleaned up and was able to go. And then there's what's focus days and really scheduling out focus days was huge as well, because that's the day where you make your most money. In my coaching business, my focus days are my days I meet with all my clients. And so I literally have two days a week that I do client meetings from first thing in the morning to last thing in the afternoon. They're scheduled out about an hour and a half apart. I get all that stuff done. And then I have a buffer day on either side of them so I can A, prepare, and then B, any tasks that need to be done or anything thing I promised them, I made sure I get to them because my VA will now watch the recordings and they do it for me where before I would have done it. Now I have people doing all that stuff for me. I always say, hi, I'm a workaholic type of deal. And I love business. I just love working in business and I can never retire because of it because I really enjoy business itself. I have a true passion for businesses. When I'm not working, I'm you know, if you go into a business, I always analyze what they're doing right, and what they're doing wrong kind of deal. But nowadays I work maybe 25 to 30 hours a week. Maybe I have no problem taking a month off and being completely unplugged. My husband and I did several trips pre-COVID to Europe and would completely unplug, never check an email. Nobody could reach me and would come back and the business would be doing not only well, it would be doing great because I had empowered my people. So being away and taking those three days, what I learned was I can't do everything and I'm not the best one to do everything, number one. Number two, I got in business purely for the passion for it, and initially thinking I'd make more money, which you can, but if you're making all this money and you're not spending any time with your family and all you're doing is working, what good's that, right? And so having a balance there so that you can enjoy what you've done, but I actually made more money 
when I started taking more time off. And when I started working on me and started when I was at work, I was much more pleasurable. I was very focused. And when I wasn't at work, it was all about everybody else. I was more present in my personal life and got to do a lot of the things I enjoyed. And I started really writing down what is it I wanted to go do and what is it I wanted to enjoy. I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad like for that one thing, I'm so glad I found strategic coach just to give me permission to take time off. The amount of growth our business had because of strategic coach was more than 10 times. I mean, when I sold my pest control business, it sold for more than 10 times that that business would have sold for when I started strategic coach. So that alone was great. But what it gave me personally was 10 times as well. And I would have never had that personal growth and that personal understanding without an organization like that. Investing in yourself and investing in your people, invest in your business. And if you want your business to grow, you need to invest in yourself first and then invest in your people second or your key leaders in order to push that to another level. And then the other thing somebody told me when I decided to do strategic coach was if you do it, commit to three years. You meet once a quarter, you meet great people in the room, and there's some of the lessons that may not pertain to you today. But in that third year, there seems to be this big aha moment of, oh my gosh, it's all coming together. And so many people get a little overwhelmed with the tools and it's like, you know what, you'll use them when you're ready. And all of a sudden things start coming together and tools you never touched or concepts that didn't make sense when you learned them. All of a sudden they're so clear and you're benefiting from them. And then in talking to other people who've been in strategic coach for a long time, they're like, yeah, I quit once. I'll never quit again. And I can't imagine my life without strategic coach. I will always be there. My husband got involved in strategic coach as well. We've done the couples connection, which was great for us personally. There's just so many benefits that we have received as individuals and as a family by belonging to strategic coach and attending those quarterly meetings that we can't imagine life without it. More and more in the 21st century, very different from the 20th century, that the main organizational model around the world is going to be coaching. It's going to be a coaching model where you do more or less a collaboration with your team members where they have something that they love doing, they have a unique ability for, and you have something needed to do, and it's the leader's job to put those two things together, the personal ambitions, the growth that the team member wants to do with the goals of the company. And I think that's a coaching model, not a management model. And so more and more I see around the world that more and more organizations are going to a coaching rather than a management model. Management, they learn how to do what already exists, but in coaching, they keep themselves busy creating new things that they love even more than what they used to do. And that seems to me a fundamental breakthrough, and it seems to me that Cherry understands it totally, and I think it's a great model for other entrepreneurs and strategic coach to learn more about. <music>